right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Raw and Unscripted. I'm Jake. And I'm Dominic. So, gentlemen, how are we doing? It's another great day to record a podcast. Doing well. Good afternoon. Welcome to the weekend. Labor Day. That's right. Long weekend. Some time at the lake. Zig, I'm just glad you woke up. Hey, you know what? At 2.30, I decided, you know what, time to get out of bed today, so... Here we are. Another similar situation for Zig, but we're rolling through it and we're killing today's podcast. So let's get after it. Yes, sir. Dom, hit us with that quick news, huh? Oh, quickiest of quick news. We're talking about Leonard Fournette. He got dropped by the Jaguars. Sad. Mm-hmm. And about a day, maybe a day and a half later, he signed with the Buccaneers. He cleared waivers, was a free agent. Buccaneers signed him three and a half million dollar deal. Am I correct? I think that's right. One year. Yeah. Yeah. What a shit show that backfield. I mean, Ornette, McCoy. Uh, oh, McCoy's out. And then we got the rookie, Keyshawn Vaughn. McCoy's Arian out. Come on. Says, Arian still says that Ronald Jones is the guy, but. He just has to say that. I think it's whoever Tom Brady wants. I think it's up to Tom Brady. So who really, who really knows? Who would you choose? Like, who, what do you mean? Who would you choose? Like, if you were Tom Brady, if you were Tom Brady, and Arians comes to you and says, "Who do you want in the backfield with you first snap of the season?" Who is it? Well, it's hard to say Fournette because he just got added to the team. And yeah, that's the thing. That first sucks about first game is next weekend, so yeah, I think it's got to be Ronald Jones because that's the guy that they've been working with all all camp. But I think Fournette could jump in, take over that role. Maybe. Do you think? Do you think he'll have the most starts? Um, I mean, it's going to be a shared backfield. That's just going to suck. Know, I don't know if starts is really going to define this right. back. Right. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say that I would think Ronald Jones will be the guy that, like, well, like Zig said, like he'll have the initial role, but eventually, like, yeah, Leonard Fournette could definitely have a bigger role. And they, I think they Fournette's going to end up with more touches than I could see that. That's, yeah, if that's not where you're headed. I, that's what I'm going to say because I definitely see him kind of carving out his own role for the long-term part of the season. Yeah, it really just sucked for me. Like, I, I was upset to hear the news because I drafted him as a uh, running back for the Jags. How great would that have been? That would have been great. He is their offense, or I guess was. Yeah, yeah. Would have been a lot better than him being where he is now for yeah, you, for hey, you, you said, personally. You said one-year deal, right? That means next year, maybe a better situation. Who knows? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, I really don't know. I don't want to begin to guess, to be honest. It's one of those. It's weird with Leonard Fournette. I just don't. I don't he's, have a game. He's a weird running back. He seems like he's yeah, always underproduced he for where I'm, he was and all the yeah. hype he came with. But last year he had a good year. He was number seven okay, ranked running back. His, his volume, though, last year was yeah, ridiculous. Just, yeah, oh, it was like crazy. Yards highest, per touch. Like he had his he had his heart his highest yards per carry of his career last year. Yeah, he was I, like I he was like Christian McCaffrey light last year, just catching a ton of passes for like three yards, just yes, random. Like he he was solid, but we'll see how he does this year in Tampa. Yeah, I just want to see him in another. Do you think? Do you think Tampa is going to be similar to what the Browns were, where they got all this talent and then just kind of shit the bed? No, no, because I like Arians. I, I didn't like Kitchens. I trust yeah. Arians. I think the I think the Buccaneers will be better. Plus, we've we already seen Brady. this offense. Yeah, 
yeah. to a point. You know, I mean, like with last year, they put up fat numbers. Like yes, the new quarterback. Uh, you know. There's yeah, I just think it can't get worse though. It, how can it get worse though? Like he, Tom Brady won't throw thirty picks. If he throws half of that, that's still really bad, <laughs> and it's way better for the team. So like, yeah. he's he's gonna be more accurate. Like realistically, I just can't see the team getting worse. And like they've added at running back, they're just they're deeper everywhere. And of course, they got Gronk too, which helps. I'm excited to see Gronk play. Yeah, I uh, I, I loved watching Gronk play with Tom. That well, he was fun to watch, man. I hated yeah, the Patriots. Hated the yeah. Patriots, but he was fun to watch at tight end because nobody else played sure. like him ever. Like, he was the first kind of guy to do that. Brock is just a great personality, great guy to watch. Put him in anything. I'm, I'm going to watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> Love Gronk. Entertainment. What else you got, Dom? Um, Adrian Peterson was released this morning by the Washington football team. Um. The question that I have is just like, is he done? Like, is he going to sign somewhere else and and maybe find like a backup role somewhere? But like, I don't I know. Like, I just don't done. think we're ever going to find him in a I spot. I don't want to say he's done, done. Like, I think he still wants to play football, but I just don't know who's going to sign him. I agree. I think he could be done, like realistically, but I don't want to see that. And I think he's got more to give, but I don't know if he's got enough to give. Yeah, I mean, like, just this offseason, there was a lot of things about him saying that, like, he wants to play for a, a, another year or two and, like, try oh, and like, break the records and stuff like that. I don't mm-hmm. know how – Like, 32, I was going to say 32 or 33. In that range. But, I mean, he's beat up, man. Like, you know, he's not just, like – his legs are older than that. Yeah. With the injuries and just – you know, I mean, think about how many carries he got in Minnesota over the years. He's 35. Yeah, 35. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's up there. We might not, we might not see AP again. That would be sad. Yeah, it would be. I hope, I, hope, I hope a team signs him just, you know, at least for a, a farewell thing. I think he'll get signed somewhere. It's just gonna be like, like what I don't if, even know uh, how, how often will he see the field. Right. What if Minnesota brings him back? Oh, please. I mean, there's no reason for yeah, it. Yeah, they won't. They just, no, they have no reason for him. But I don't know. Put him in the that, put him in the jersey on the on the sideline again. Yeah, just, think just Arians, one carry a game. Yeah, you think Arians is just like, damn, I wish I didn't sign Leonard Fournette for three and a half million dollars. I no, could have had he, the 35 year old version of him. I'm sad. I bet he said he signed Lashawn McCoy instead because Lashawn's getting the boot. You think Lashawn's getting the boot? I don't know. Sean's I've heard that he's still going to be a passing bounce back for sure. I mean. That's just so many people, though. I have – whatever. We'll I mean, yeah, it's going to be gross. Like, it's not going to be a lot. But he, what if he gets, like, six touches a game, seven touches? It's going to be gross, but – Whatever. Yeah. Hey, did you see that Frank Gore Jr. played yes. his first collegiate game? Yes. And his dad's still in the yeah. league? That's crazy. That's that nuts. Is the NFL and Frank Gore is still in the league. Does it, didn't Frank no Gore way. say he wanted to play until his son got to the league? I believe it. I feel like I heard that last year. I don't know, but I would love that. That would be easily the most surprising thing that I've just like in sports history. Frank Gore lasting another like three years. That wouldn't be surprising though. Cause he's already lasted 12 more years than I thought. He's, isn't he 30? He's 36. He's, I think. A, he's a tank. He's oh, and he's so and knock on wood, but he just doesn't see the injured list much. Yeah. 
I don't like, like good he, for him. That's that's he's, what's made him so, uh, get here so far. I, he confuses me. I don't know how it's possible, but <laughs> he's like the all-time ranks of yardage and everything. But you never think of Frank Gore as like, ooh, the best running back in the league. I don't think once I've ever thought Frank Gore. Yeah, best running back in the league. See, I don't think I've ever thought top five in the league. What's that? He's always been solid, though. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's always just been. Bad. He's never had those years of like progression Stop up, it. but he's never he's never fallen below a certain point, and it's just steady as can be. Feels like Eli Manning. That's what I was saying. Yes, because like Eli is up there in like top ten passing touchdowns, passing yards, but like people are right. like, oh, he's you know was never, never a top won. five guy even yes. in the league in a single year. Yes, and like. Gore, he probably was, but, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone thinks Gore is, like, a surefire Hall of Famer. And, like, he probably is. He, he is. He but is. Like, Come on. Yeah, no, he is. But okay, I think that's a, that's something I've I thought of recently. It's just that maybe, you know, people people need to second-guess it a little more. I don't know. It's a All lot right. of longevity for him. Move on to basketball. News? Yeah, we'll move on to basketball or something else. Um. Well, yeah. Steve Nash is the Nets head coach. Jake, would you have any? Uh, I like that. I like that. I'm a Steve Nash guy. Ever since he played on the Suns with Amari Stoudemire, the whole pick and roll situation. Oh, give it to me. Bring it back. Let's go. I think he's going to be a good head coach. We'll see how it works out. I mean, he's never had a coaching game before, has he? No. No, he hasn't. Isn't it? Uh, were they saying that Durant and like Kyrie were pushing for him? I guess. Is really? that? Yeah, they, 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 were, they were saying like he was like their their uh, finishing touch for the big three. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I mean, did see, uh, I did see Dinwiddie say like, um, yeah, it was like that. It was like, yeah, y'all wanted a third star. Love yes, yes, ears. yes, that was it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Dinwiddie really? was a guy. I love well, it. I love to see Nash back in the sport of basketball. I think he's he's very talented. He's very smart too. Very smart. Yeah, I think he'll be a good coach. Like. Just he'll figure it out. You think he'll have him do soccer drills during practice? <laughs> he's a big soccer yeah, guy. Yeah, he is. He was just actually I, – I don't know how this is going to work out, but I know he's a, he works for Bleacher Report Live or like TNT, whatever you want to call it. They do the Champions League like halftime shows, and he's one of the analysts. Really? Which he's is, a huge is, soccer nut, man. It's kind of weird. Yeah, he's, he is. I mean, enough to get that job. So He's good too. All right, what else yeah. you got? Um, Cam Newton was named the official starter for the New England Patriots. We knew that. Yeah, I think that was something that we was just, coming. We were just waiting for the you mean, Yeah. You mean Jarrett Stidham isn't going to be QB one? That's blasphemy. Who's Jarrett Stidham? Wow. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. I'm shocked. He beat out the former MVP. What? <laughs> that would. Yeah. That, I can't believe that people. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, thought that might happen. What do you guys think about New England this year? Over under nine wins. I mean, that's. Uh, I think I'm going to go under. Okay, I'll take I, that, was, that was a line I just set myself. That that's I was, a good line. At, I right. thought it was. Yeah. I'd like eight or nine wins. I don't know about. Yeah, it's nine. right there. I, that's why. That's. I'll why. take ten. I'll take ten because I believe in Cam. I I'm going to say over two. I'm going to take over. Yeah, I just think – Cam Newton, y'all better watch out. He's going to go yeah, on a people are tear this year. He's going to go on an absolute tear this year. Y'all better watch out. Well, he runs into that Bills defense. Yeah, Sick. I don't know. Sick. That division's so That's so weird. cool. You're such a good Bills fan. That was a very high-quality point you just made. <laughs> 
You really proved me wrong there. Yeah, you know what? Just because you said, oh, Tony runs into the Bills defense, I, don't, I think I'm going to take the under now, actually. Oh, I saw a video of Stephon yeah, yeah. Diggs destroying Trey White <laughs> in practice. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. That was what, what are we doing? It's hard to beat Stephon Diggs, so. Yeah, those are that. Hey, it's good players going at it right there. Respect. Respect. Um, the o- yeah, the last piece of news that I had was that John Morant won the Rookie of the Year award. And I think at that at this point, probably yeah, expected because Zion didn't really play enough games. Yeah, did you see that Zion only got like the one vote? He got yeah. one vote. One yeah, one over first overall 90, vote. Yeah, ninety nine to one. Yeah. Just didn't nice. play enough games. I even if you played the few more games, it's yeah. still Ja. Yeah, no, I mean like if, but I mean if Zion's not hurt, like you don't know what this. What this yeah, but if Zion, Zion's fully healthy for the whole season, he's still gonna have to put together a good season because yeah, Ja was just I mean, that good. It's but not just like oh, the, Zion's healthy, he gets rookie of the year. Woo! <laughs> no, he's gonna actually freaking That's play. Literally not what I said at all. All I'm saying is that statistically, if you look at Zion and you look at his stats, they're good. He just didn't play enough games to be even like qualified for a lot of league leaders. Therefore, of course, he can't get an award. It's like we we're talking about with the Cy Young. Like, if you don't make like, if you miss like four or five starts, you, you're not getting an award. You, you just can't get it. You didn't play enough games. So Zion didn't play enough games. That's what Zion I'm didn't play enough games and didn't play good enough. Sure, you could say that. That's fine. <laughs> I'm saying that he would have played good enough had given the opportunity. But it doesn't matter. Right, Congratulations cool. to John Morant. Uh, he's a good player. I'm sure he's listening to this. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly not disrespecting Mr. Morant. Mr. Morant, I appreciate your listen right now, and I would really want to congratulate you on your Rookie of the Year award. If you want to come on the show anytime. Yes, it, that that too. You can always welcome to be a guest. That's We have a few guys now that we have lined up that need to be a guest, but they got to listen to it yeah, first. I don't know if we can fit Jion. I mean, we're kind yeah, of – Yeah, Jaws, he's down the list. That's true. We do have a few other people kind of maybe before. <laughs> the waiting uh, list. Yeah. John, John might have to play well next year, too. I don't know. Yeah, uh, one year. Shall we introduce uh, – we, I want Zig to introduce our new segment. Well, it's not really a, no, that's not really a new segment. It's just kind of a thing that we're going to do with in coordination with the NFL this year. We're going to do a little MVP draft. So, we're doing a three-round snake draft. We all take – so, we start with three guys, and over the course of – the NFL season, we're going to come back on the podcast, kind of update where our guys are at. And then um, I think we talked about six weeks is the deadline. We can drop um, one or two, or I think it's two of our guys, if we want for another guy that we think is going to get the MVP. So I think it would be a fun thing to do and pick us off. Three picks. Two substitutions before yeah, week two, six. Yeah, two changes before six weeks. Yeah. And it'll just be fun. We'll just – every week we'll just yell about it when Zig right. chooses Josh Allen or something in the first round in this, and, and we laugh at him. And then he does terrible. All right. So, Zig, kick us off. All right. Is it Zig, Zig, aren't you pick one? Yeah, Zig, pick Zig, one. Zig, Dom, Jake. All right. That's correct. So – Last two MVPs have been Lamar and Mahomes. 
Well, I'm not going to pick one of them. I'm going to pick Russell Wilson. I love Russell Wilson. I love the Seahawks. I think he's going to carry that team this year. There's been some talk about letting Russ cook, <laughs> throwing the ball a lot more this year, maybe less run, uh, maybe less run offense. Um, so I, lo- I like Russ this year. He's going to carry that offense, going to throw a lot of balls, throw a lot of touchdowns. Uh, I like the Seahawks in that division. And Russ is going to cook this year. And he's my MVP pick at number one. Zig, Russ, Dom. Uh, I just want to say I love the pick. I definitely wasn't – I wasn't expecting that. But And Russ is probably my favorite player in the league. And I, I don't even think I was going to pick him here. So, respect, though. You know he has zero MVP votes in his entire career? See, He's going to get them all this see, year. That's that a makes me want to cry. That, like, he deserves an MVP or many votes to just make up for that. In Russ, we trust. Yeah. Can we get, um, shirts? Can we get shirts that say, in Russ, we trust? I would be down. If I was a Seahawks fan, yes. Um, anyways, since uh, this, like I said, didn't go like I expected, I, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes, free square. Um, yeah, Patrick Mahomes on the board. You worried about that championship hangover? No. No? No, I'm not. All right, for my pick, I'll tell you what. I really want to pick – the former MVP, but nobody wins it two years in a row. So I, that just by that reason, I can't. So I'm going to pick Dak Prescott. He's playing for a lot of money this year. He's on a big, high-powered offense. And, uh, you know, five of the seven last MVP winners were on a QB, were a QB on a team with the best record in the league. So with that offense, who knows? They could be pushing – for the top record in the league, and so I'm going to say Dak. I like it. I like the Cowboys this year. I like that pick. So you're up again. Back to me. Um, and, and, and here's where I thought maybe a running back, but we all know that running backs don't win the MVP. Out of the last 20 MVPs, there were 17 quarterbacks, three running backs. Those three were probably a fluke. Who knows? Um but for the same reason I chose Dak, I'm gonna choose I'm gonna choose Drew Brees. Good record, potential Super Bowl winner. He's got a lot to play for, one year deal. I think he he wants to go out on top this year, and if they make it all the way, I can't see him not winning MVP. I like it. Up to you, Dominic. Um I I don't like having both of them is like pretty pretty hard to say no to. So yeah, do it. And you know I did think maybe I'd get Russ or Dak here. So I don't know. It's not gonna happen. Um, Lamar's not gonna. You don't. You just. I will. I loved. I love him, but he just nobody wins it two years in a row. There's a couple other guys I'm I'm thinking about that I think could put up bigger passing numbers like easily. And it just really depends on Jackson how much he's gonna run the ball. Oh, but we've and seen of course, the past two years, guys need to run it a little bit. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna take, ah, take him. I want, I want, I want you to. I'm gonna take Deshaun Watson. Okay, I didn't see that one. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. I did not see that one. I haven't. I, of the eight names I have written down, he's not one of them. Really? Really? 
have any explanation for that pick, Dom. You, you yeah, want I mean, to explain. So, I see. Yeah. Okay. Come on. You um, can't just throw okay. that out. I, I pick Deshaun Watson. Next pick, please. Well, uh, about Deshaun Watson, I just think, number one, he's a top five quarterback in the league, both both passing and running. You know, he's he's he can do the things Lamar can do to a point. Maybe he's not as explosive with his legs, but he does have that ability. And with his arm, especially in this offense, I think that the moves they made this offseason really show what they want to do. And they got David Johnson, who is a different style running back than what they've had in the past. And they added a lot of receivers that can run. Like that's the way I would describe their receiver, their receiving core. They're, they're you know, fuller stills, they're fast. Brandon Cooks, if he can stay healthy, if they can all stay healthy, that's really the deal with a lot of them. They're gonna be throwing the ball a lot, and their defense is absolutely abysmal. Therefore, I think that they're gonna be coming back in a lot of games and they're gonna be fighting for the top of the division. So there's never gonna be a point where this team is like So you think you think the MVP is going to be won off of pity points? It's not pity points. Like, it's – Garbage time is going to win the MVP? It's, I don't want to call it garbage time. I think their offense is going to be really good. I just think their defense isn't going to be good enough to support. So, they're, they're not going to run the ball a lot because they're going to be forced into being, like, down 14 points in the, second, in the second quarter. They've got to throw it right away the whole game. And I think Watts is good, so he's going to do well with all of the opportunities. Interesting pick. Interesting to see. Um, so I'm up next year with two picks. Uh, you know, I didn't think Lamar was going to get back to me here. <laughs> I, yeah, this is. I'm still not going to take him. I I, I made a good to. point. I told you. It, it is. It's it's hard to buy into MVP two years in a row. And that's I'm what just, I'm saying. Even if he's going to be freaking nasty again, it's, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, Lamar. So I'm gonna go with another guy. This this might come as a shock. So wait, wait, wait. I, hang on. Let me just set the stage real quick. Nick Ziegler is about to pick somebody who he's, he's choosing over Lamar Jackson. Let's put it that way. Yes, and his name is Josh Allen, <laughs> Buffalo Bills quarterback. This is the make it or break it year. He's got the offensive weapons around him. They got digs in the offseason. The uh, the O line is not great, but Josh Allen, you know what? He can he can run. So if he gets kind of if he gets pressured, he can run. Uh, word out of camp is that the defense is really impressed. He's really improved. So I'm hoping that's true. I've got twenty five dollars on him to win MVP. Um, Four hundred fifty dollar return. So if he can win MVP. I'll be a be a happy man and a happy fan. Nice. Uh, <laughs> love that one. Um, it's, it's out there, but, uh, you know. So my next pick. I'm going to running back here. Oh, this oh, is. Oh, this guy. He would, too. Well, is, he would. Lose. Dude, he would, he would be the guy not to choose Lamar and to choose a running back. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going Derrick Henry. Uh, I mean, this man is an absolute monster. He he runs that uh, that offense in ten, not runs it, you know, ten runs it, but he does a lot of the offense. He's a lot of running, runs all over that field. Word out of camp is that he's uh, working on his pass catching abilities. So if he gets a couple passes this year, I mean, just any because he got um, practically nothing last year. So 
he's going to be a monster again. I think he's going to – I think Tennessee's got a shot at that division, and if they do, and they make it far again in the playoffs, they improve the record this year, I think people are going to look at Derrick Henry as a possible MVP. So here's the problem with the running back. Not that he doesn't deserve it, but he's got to be significantly that much better than the next quarterback to win the MVP. And that's just where it's so hard. It is, yeah. I, it is. I agree. Especially that's the last so years where we've seen these insane seasons from quarterbacks. Like, even if it's only one guy, like, it could be a different guy this year, or it could be one of the same guys. I mean, we saw we saw how good Christian McCaffrey was last year, and still not that much. Okay, but the Panthers still had to be that terrible. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. McCaffrey when your team is terrible. That's my argument for the Titans. If the Titans are good this year, then that's I fair. think he's got a shot. There's rumors about Clowney going there, so maybe that would help them improve a lot. So, with my last pick, I'm going to select Lamar Jackson. Uh, I would have selected him in the second round, uh, but I wanted to be a little bit, um, you know, contrarian, some might say. I, so, I tri- picked Watson, who I like. I like Kyler Murray a lot, too. And I wanted to pick him with this third pick because I didn't think Lamar would be here, of course. But I'm just going to take Lamar. And I think out of respect for Lamar, you and should. Watson. Yeah, like, I hate – I hated that – that I had passed on him last time. I like Lamar. He's he's a top three option for MVP. He really is. You know what I mean? So I just I just can't see two in a row. And it doesn't yeah. mean that he's not good enough because he's more than of good course, enough. Oh, of course he's good enough. We've already seen it. Yes. All right. It leaves it to me. And so I feel like I have two safe picks already with Dak Prescott and Drew Brees. I would say those are safe, safe, solid options look considering the teams that they're on and the you know the, the quality of, of how good they are. So with the third one, I might go for a little bit of a reach. But bear with me. I'm going to pick Matt Stafford. Oh, I felt like you were going to say that. Yes. I just did. Yes. He's at the bottom of my list. I, I yes. Wasn't Dude, gonna I think he could lead the league in pass yards this year, and it, we could see something special with him. I don't know, but I'm, I'm putting him out there. I like it. That's probably one of my favorite, like, dark horse, you know. Right. The few other names that I had but I didn't really go for were uh, Wentz. And uh, I, I, I thought about, like, Big Ben making a comeback, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I, you know, I really like Kyler this year, actually. He, he, fits the, he fits the mold. You know, the last two years, uh, second-year quarterbacks won an MVP. That's very true. I think Kyler can make the, take the step this year with T-Hop on the team. I think the Cardinals are going to be – that's very true. I think um, I like Kyler. Maybe I'll pick him up in the future. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I definitely have an eye on him. Yep, I got a few guys I gotta star next to for substitutions. But so, stay tuned for every episode here on out. We will be updating on how our picks have been going. So let's uh, let's just recap here. Recap. I have, I have um, Russell Wilson. Josh Allen and Derrick Henry. Yikes. This Drew Brees. Um, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford. Sure. And Dom as Mahomes, Lamar, and Deshaun Watson. That's a, that's a picks, big, gentlemen. There's a lot of good options out there, except for no, that for running sure. back. What was that? What was that? They said except for that running back. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, that guy. No. That guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever. You know what's crazy that's going on lately in sports? 
how well things are going in the MLB despite the uh, COVID stuff. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how they're still playing. <laughs> yeah. I, their protocols aren't, aren't bubble-like. You know, they can still see their family and walk around downtown and stuff. So good for them that they're still playing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely a, a while ago there was a chance when the season was starting, you know, like we thought maybe it wouldn't finish. But you know what's not happening in baseball right now, this year especially? The All-Star game. Correct. No All-Star game. Mm-hmm. No Home Run Derby. No All-Star no. game. It's sad. Home Run Derby is I look this. forward to the Home Run Derby. All-Star game, I, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm with you. Don't, I'm, don't I'm have have any yeah, I don't either. Did they, didn't they take away the whole AL versus NL home field advantage for the, series, for the World Series? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was a stupid idea anyway. I mean, I guess yeah. it gives the game a little meaning. But, like, just, yeah, that, they, shouldn't, that shouldn't judge. Home yeah, just leave it at nothing. Dude. Yes. yes. It's probably a good call. Yeah. The All-Star game is better just being, you know, just the All-Star game. I, I, also, I would also like to see a few more days of rest given to the guys. Just It doesn't really feel like a, a weekend. Maybe, you know, if, if MLB wants to talk about how they want to market this game to more people, they should add more days to the All-Star Weekend and have more events or something, you know. Maybe they should do a bunt-off. You ever seen the, the Japanese, the Japanese League? They do, they do the bunt. The I don't think bunt, that's like, going to go over well. I'm not going to lie. I don't think that's going to go over well. But they could, do, they could do other games like that, though, yeah. That's the last <laughs> thing that we need right there. <laughs> do you, uh, did either of you guys go to the Fan Fest when the All-Star Game was in St. Louis? No, yeah, I did not. I did. I went to the home run derby. Yes, I did too. I did too. Who won? I can't think who won. Prince that Fielder year. won. Yeah, Prince oh, Fielder. Okay, that's right. Yep. Prince Fielder won. And Brandon Inge was in it, and he didn't hit anything but doubles. <laughs> yep. Brandon Inge. Do you remember Brandon Inge? Tiger, the Tigers yes. third baseman, right? Yes. Oh, I know who it is. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's the guy who struck out last uh, in the 06 World Series. Yeah, I think it was. Anyway, he was in it for some odd reason. Anyway, today uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our perceived all-star teams, if there were one this year. Yeah. Let's get into it. I like it. I do, too. There's a lot of guys that are having really good years. Yeah, there's a couple of decisions here that, like, position-wise, you know, that are, like, pretty easy, especially given that we're doing NL and AL. Right. Separate rosters here. Uh, Do you want to start with AL or NL? Let's start with the NL. Okay, let's start with the NL. I can do that. What position are we starting off with? Start behind the plate. Behind oh, the plate. Oh, 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 Hey, no. What let's do you want to do? Page here. Let's get on the same page here. Let's go one, two, three, four through the positions. Six, seven, eight, nine. So it's pitcher. Right. Oh, you're going to start with the pitchers? Yeah, let's do it. So the way we're going to have this set up is that we're going to have a, st- a full starting lineup, including a DH in the NL. And then two reserve pitchers and no reserve position players. But three pitchers total. Correct. A full yeah. starting lineup and then two reserve pitchers. I got yeah, yeah. Sorry. I got you. All right. Uh, number one for me, I'm gonna say uh, Jacob DeGrom. I think he deserves to be on the mound. Shocker yeah. coming from, from me, but he's got a one point seven six ERA, fifty eight strikeouts and forty one forty one innings and a point nine whip. Man, I did not know how good you Darvish has been this year. Yeah. I, I have yes, him, he's an I have all-star. Him at the I, top have him, I have him at two. 
as a reserve. What, what a comeback there. He was kind of kind of thrown off into oblivion for a while there. Yes. He was like hurt or something. And now he's like the best pitcher in the NL. I mean. Well, Jacob DeGrom, I think, is uh, the best pitcher in the NL. But call me biased. I don't care. I, I have DeGrom down as well for one of my three pitchers. Well, who do you have as one? I, we want the starting lineup. I, I put you Darvish at number one. But uh, I, I have DeGrom at two. So, I mean, you know. I, I, will I, not, I will not bump Darvish to one because DeGrom and I will, has I will a batting accept, average yeah. against of 185, and you, Darvish, has a batting average against of 222. And he has a better strikeout per nine. So, DeGrom beats him out. Yeah, but, no, DeGrom, DeGrom is – yeah, plus he's, you know, he's earned it. 100%. All right, for the third pitcher, I have Trevor Bauer. Look at his stats. He's done phenomenal this year. I, I did not – I did not put Bauer down for the third pitcher, but did you put I Max Freed. I did. I put Max Freed. Yeah, classic. It's it's because he's he's it's a different one. It's weird. He's I not a I good like. Strikeout. I had Max Freed at first, but Trevor Bauer deserves it. I, uh, Look at did you see Bauer's uh, average against one one four four. And he's yeah, got twelve point seven nine case case per nine. Carrying it up. He's only pitched 38 innings. He's only had six starts, but he has 54 Ks and a .79 whip. This dude has only pitched 38 innings, but he's pitched two complete games. So that's 18 innings right there. Seven. There were seven inning games. Uh, oh, there you go. Sense. There was Does that even buddy. count as a complete? Yeah, come on. It's no. a full game, apparently. That doesn't. That's dumb. I don't like that. The difference between seven and nine innings is pretty big. Dude, I wish they played more seven innings, even after COVID. Like, I think the games get done faster, and, like, it's still super exciting. I love it. It's not that bad, dude. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, unless your team's down in the top of the eighth. then Yeah, it's kind yeah. of frustrating. And you're screwed, but. For sure. Okay, so, NL, can we come to a consensus that DeGrom's on the mound? I think we have DeGrom and Darvish in, in, in for sure. Okay. And then from there, uh, I mean. Who do you have as the third pitcher? That's why I have to so who who's your vote? I think I gotta go with Jake here. I like Bauer. Yeah, I don't mind that. I, I can uh, I can concede that. All right, bet. I like Bauer. Dude, he's have you guys seen his YouTube stuff? You mean, no. mean like the momentum? Where he, well, his momentum is his company that he has, is his marketing company. But during the COVID season, he's been doing a blog, a daily blog. Sorry, vlog. Uh-huh. Of inside the COVID season with Trevor Bauer, and so he'll take you oh, around yeah, like how the players like the inside look. It's awesome. I did see uh, one of those, and then he has this <laughs> thing called the Bauer Bites. Have you seen that? It's like where they sit down and eat dinner together, but he has he has on like Charlie Blackman, Derek Dietrich, Archie Bradley, and they just shoot the shit around dinner and talk about baseball. It's super cool. Mike Clevenger is on it. All these great guys. weren't, weren't the Reds like talking about trading him for a sec? Yeah, I, I, there was the most recent report I saw was that they're more likely to keep him now than. I mean, obviously they didn't trade him. Deadlines passed, but. Yeah, no, I know, but I I think just it was the the report was that like long term they were like. Okay, oh, yeah, like, gotcha. I love. I hope he. I would like to see if it's not Degrom. I want Bauer to win Cy Young this year. Yeah, 100%. yeah. I like. He's just. I just like him a lot. All right, let's go to catcher, and catcher was kind of stupid. Yeah, that's so. Here's the thing with a lot of there's not a whole lot of going on with catchers this year. Like it's a it's like I don't know about you guys, but I have Real Muto down, and I don't. Yes, think I have Real Muto. I think that's a pretty easy. 
There's only yeah, a couple catchers think... in the NL that are even like league leader eligible. Right. Yeah. So it, it's like it has to be him. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that Yeah. Sorry. Moving on. There's not there's not much to talk about. Eight seventy three OPS. He's really right. good. Yeah. Eight seventy three. I got nine oh four as his OPS. Well, what the wrong. hell are we? Oh man. Somebody's wrong, dude. I don't know. I'm on the MLB.com website yeah. here. MLB Scott says it's eight seventy three. I was on ESPN, so one of oh, these two I sides s- is jacked up. That's the I problem. trust MLB more than ESPN. All right, let's move on the the first base then, because maybe we can have a little bit better discussion here. Yeah, I like this. Um, Dom, oh, you're gonna love me for this, but I'm oh, Paul Goldschmidt. That's who I have. So there's there's no debates uh, between me and you. I almost put Freddie Freeman because Freddie Freeman is so good. Yeah, I have I have Freddie down as my like one uh, B. You would call it, I guess. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. But like, I have Paul Goldschmidt. The only on base numbers are insane. Oh, so good. His op his OPS is nine ninety five. I don't know if that's accurate as of MLB, but that is accurate. Accurate. I know he's played less games and his OPS is really good, but I might sound like an old school guy here, but I'm just looking at that three home runs and 11 home RBIs. And that just, just sounds gross to me. I'm sorry. It is, it is a little gross, but he's only had 89 at bats, which is, I know that's, I that's know. the part that that's why my only hiccup with him is that he's got about 40 less ABs than Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, the at bats and the, and the at bats will like take down, the home, you know what I mean? Like, you don't right. have a more at bats, you're not going to have those. But I think if we're totals. talking about, we're not talking about the best first baseman in the league right now. I think he deserves to be on the all star. I think that's him. I'm putting, yeah, I'm putting yeah. Plus, he's a plus defender. So. Yes. You want to do second base? This was another uh, pretty gross one, but here's what I wanted to say also is that there are a lot of shortstops and uh, especially at the all-star game, sometimes things like that happen and Corey, someone like Corey Seager might be a second baseman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, I could could work with that. My pick for second base was Donovan Solano of the the Giants. But uh, yeah, I wanted to bring that up. I'll tell you, I don't have Donovan Solano and I have who I had to go out of my way to search for, to check his stats. Um, because I don't think he really was qualified enough to be a league leader in this stat, but it's his highest OPS of his career, and he's a future potential Hall of Famer. Robinson Cano. Oh, really? What? Read me the stats. He's only got. It's not great, but he's only got. <laughs> he's only got seven home runs and eighteen RBIs, but he only has eighty-six at bats. He's batting okay, those numbers are water. He's batting 375 and his OPS is 1074. Oh, that's really good. Yes, yeah, that that's where I'm putting him on there. I mean, if your OPS is over 1,000, I almost right. don't care how many, like, home runs and especially I agree. Guys you have. I agree. So he's batting 375, 1074 OPS, highest of his career. That's kind of shocking to me. That yeah, is – I think that's a good pick. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, he's, I don't think he's on the list of MLB.com. I don't yeah, know so I think that's why I was unaware of how right. well he's been playing. Yeah. Because but it's weird because Goldschmidt's got 89 ABs and Robbie's got 96. So I don't know what qualifies to be on there. It's like 3.1% of your team's at-bats. Oh, okay. Like at the position, basically, I think. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, I guess McNeil – so yeah, whatever yeah. they're doing, yeah, UMA, whatever. I mean, Goldschmidt's played like every game, but like a couple. Like, when we just know a shortstop, though, I can uh, give you another guy that 
could have could have played second as a shortstop. That's cool. Um, shortstop. Yeah, like, so shortstop. Oh, what, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we have we haven't moved on from second base. What do we? Think? I was just gonna mention that Solano's the only guy I picked, but he he's been he's got good numbers. But I was looking into some of his uh, Statcast stuff and like his expected uh, on base and expected batting average, expected slugging, just based on like how hard he hits the ball and how many barrels he has and stuff like that. Like are not as high. As, like it's one of those things. It's just what's his average OPS, home run, RBI. Style. OPS 849. He's batting 331. Okay. He's got a one war. That's not bad. I, it's that's not, really not, it's bad. not bad. Like he he had good stats, but there's not a lot at the position. That's really not bad. Zig, who do, who are we choosing? Together, I I gotta go, with Jake. Uh, with Cano, Solano's having a good year quietly, but he is. Very yeah, quietly. Yeah, quietly. He's having sure. a good, good year as well. All right. Zig speaks. Um, shortstop. This one, if you look at the position, like the depth of the position could be kind of tricky, could be kind of hard. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, if you look at the MLB as a whole, it's pretty easy. So so I think you're going to pick Fernando Tatis. I'm going to pick is Fernando Tatis. Is anyone not picking Fernando Tatis? So, like, here's what the I – The only I, other reason I, I would today, not is Trey Turner is right on the That's what I was going to say. Before I, I – like, I knew he was playing really well. I knew Trey Turner was tearing the ball up. But I didn't realize it was this well. Like, stats-wise, he's – he has better average, better on base. Not better slugging, but, I mean, Tatis is slugging 636. Turner's slugging 634. Okay? Yeah. And OPS, 1054 for Turner. Number one in his position in the NL. He's 1054? Dang. And his strikeout percentage is 90th percentile. So, he's one of the best in the league at, you know, not striking out. Whereas Tatis is one of the worst in the league at his position. He's got like 40-something strikeouts already. Yeah. So, it's, you know, I mean, it's definitely close. And I – I expect fully for this to be Tatis. Tatis has the numbers. Tatis has 2.3 war, though. 2.3. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. That's crazy. For how many games they've played? That's nuts. Yeah. Seven stolen bases, 13 home runs, 34 RBIs. Whereas Turner has eight home runs, 22 RBIs, only three stolen bases. Yeah, the 34 RBIs is – You need to hear some of these out. numbers, too. Like I was saying, I was looking at those stat cast numbers. The per- these are all percentile rankings. Uh, he's 100th percentile in exit velo. This is Tatis, sorry. Tatis, okay. 100th percentile in exit velo. 98th percentile in barrel. 98th in expected on base, based on like all of these stats. 98th in expected slugging. 98th in speed. 100th percentile in hard hit percentage. Oh. 5th percentile in bad expected batting average. He's above the 95th percentile in like literally all of the stats. And 98th in speed. Like, it's, God, he's so funny. He's a freak. He's so good. He's a freak. Do you see he has the hardest throw across the diamond this year? Yeah. 90, 95.3 or something like that? It's crazy. What what an athlete. Insane. All right. I think that's that was pretty easy. Who do you have yeah. at third base, Donald? Um, so, I picked Manny Machado, his teammate. I did too. Ah, Jay. I know. Jay. I know. But, hey – I'm not going with like I'm not going to try to contradict you here. We're trying to get yeah. to, we're working together. Well, no, you're right. We're trying to we're trying to pick the best players here. So yes. so I think that's given. Um yeah, just speaking on Machado though, 951 OPS. That's number one in the position in the NL. He's batting 298. 
uh, 1.6 war. Uh, he's been a lot better defensively from what I've seen and heard. Yes. Uh, but I think that has a lot to do with coming back. Yeah, especially that. Ten bombs? Th- yeah, 11 home runs. Oh, I have 32. Dude, he, I swear, ESPN's been messing me up. Get off ESPN, dude. I, I wrote him down. I'm not looking at it right now. Oh. So, all right, Manu Machado. That happened. Yeah, Manu Machado, though. You want to go – I want to move into DH. No, no, let's or, move – let's do DH after outfielders because I feel yeah, like right. outfielder could be tough. This could be hard. So are we going just three three outfielders or are we doing, like, right field, center field? I didn't do that. Yeah. I only have three outfield positions. We can just like, pick three. Just like the so, All-Star game does it. I've got, like, eight or so guys written down that we can talk about. We right. probably won't talk about all of them. but I only wrote down my three because that's my three consensus. So, uh, number one, Juan Soto. Yeah, I did have him written down. and I, He's got to be on there. He's leading the, league, leading the league in OPS. He's going to be the MVP. He's number one at his position in the NL and average on base slugging and OPS. He's number one in the league in OPS. Yeah, one, two, one, one. Yes, he's crazy. Yeah, he's gonna, that, hey, Dom, remember when I called it? He was going to win MVP. Yeah, you did. And I picked Yelich, and he's batting two hundred five. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey you picked I, Bieber. You picked I did. Bieber. I was about to say I picked Bieber, so I'll just take oh, that. That's fair. All right, number two. Who do you have? Is the second one. Um. So yeah, I said Juan Soto, and I got Ian Happ. Ian Happ. Okay. Switch hitter, Cubs. Don't love it because he's a Cub, but. I'll be honest, like, if I have to like a Cub, I think Ian Happ's the one. So, I, I've always kind of had a – Yeah, he's know. fine. I don't have Ian Happ anywhere near what I got, but – Anywhere I, near, Jake? Anywhere near, really. There's Happ so many there. guys. There's so many guys. Yeah, that, but Ian Happ, Ian Happ deserves some recognition. Especially, I agree. I agree, he's, but he's I, – I have three spots, Ziggler. I have three spots, and he's not in there. Okay, but you said nowhere near. So he's like number you, one in center field in OPS. And number two in average. He has a one oh six eight. See, I didn't I didn't go off by positions though. I, I have two I know. Okay. Two okay. corner outfielders. That's cool. He's got three corner outfielders, I believe. I don't know. Um, so who do you got? You got and you know what? I got I got Mookie Betts. I have Mookie Betts as well. Yeah. Who's, Mookie who's Betts other? is a two point eight war. Yeah, I mean I saw that and I was yeah. Mm-hmm. Mookie Betts. Two point eight really war good. and he's got twelve home runs as far as I believe. Yeah, twelve home runs, twelve home runs, twenty-eight RBIs. He's batting two ninety-nine. He's got a nine eighty-two OPS and outs above average, which is just basically you know outsaved against the average of the MLB. He's ninety-seventh percentile. So I mean, we know he's one of the best fielders in the yes. league, and he's also one of the best hitters in the league. He's insane. I don't mind Ian Happ, but I think Mookie's better. Yeah, I mean, I'll take Mookie yeah. over Happ. Okay, Who's so- your other one then, Jake? Mike Yastrzemski. Uh, I have him down, but I, I don't have him in. He's got a 1014 OPS. I think yeah. a 1068, which is better. Uh-huh. All right, I can concede to that. And then, you know, I wanted to mention had, Bryce Harper, too. And yeah, I had a Michael few other guys. Conforto. Michael Conforto was one guy that I struggled not writing down. And He's, Will Myers. Michael Conforto is eighth in the MLB, I believe, in average. 326 average. He's got a 940 OPS. He's four fourteen uh, on base. Real good. Yes. He was. He, he was hard not to write down. 
As a that, Mets fan, how do you feel about Dominic Smith this year? He's I was about dude. to say that was that was one I wanted to mention, dude, if, to see, but I was going to wait. We had, if we had reserves, he's on my list 100%. He's actually like league leader qualified now, though. Yes, and he's got to be but before, right up until he broke the stage of being league leader qualified, he was leading the league in OPS. I know that Juan Soto and a few other guys, I think, passed him um, since then. But yeah, he's at one oh one one now. So he's right over the yeah. thousand that that's still thousand. still very good. And I love to see it considering he's a um a, a new outfielder. Yeah, so someone they definitely didn't expect to do that. Okay, so I'll give you uh, Ian Hap. I like that. You you take you're taking Hap as the third guy? I'll take Hap. The only other I was guy looking I thought at was Blackman. Yeah, I didn't I I I like Blackman. He's really f- fallen off since we talked about that's, him. That's I know I was that's why uh yeah. Wasn't his wasn't his average up to like 420? It was, was three, dude, he was batting literally 500 for a while. Yeah, it's it's gotten it's he's come like down a lot. He's like 314 or something. I mean, he's always been a really streaky player. Yeah. Dude. 343. Real streaky. And his OPS isn't great compared to some of the yeah, other guys. It's not like yeah. It's solid, you know. All right. Wait, what did happen? Hey, can I just ask why why did the Marlins trade for Starling Marte? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Oh, and they traded um, Caleb uh, Caleb Smith and then one other guy. I don't remember the other guy's name, but Caleb Smith guy's a lefty, and he's pretty good last year for the Marlins. So I don't yeah. want to talk about the trade deadline. The Mets blew it again. I mean, they did more than most teams. I don't care what they did. It's 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 who they traded. They traded their minor league pitcher of the year for Robinson Chirinos and Todd Frazier. Yeah, that's not great. And a reliever with a four point eight ERA. <laughs> Like what? What is that? Uh, whatever. I'm done. I was making moves. Yeah, yeah too much. He, it may not he, be good ones, but he loves doing it. He he loves giving away our farm system. I, I don't even want to say trade. He just gives them away. <laughs> Free. Okay, let's do DH. And I yeah, like la- last one here. So it's who do you have down? Jesse Winker. It's really between him and Ozuna. See, I I I thought about. Here, here's the thing. Winker was hotter earlier, and Ozuna's been hot as of recent. Yeah. And I don't know. Their numbers are really similar. I know. I know Ozuna's got more home runs. He's got 13, and Winker's got 10. Yeah, I mean. Ozuna has 12 home runs. Whatever. Yeah, 31 RBIs. And Winker only has. I'll chalk that one up to ESPN. (laughs) (laughs) What's, uh, What's Ozuna's average in OPS? 301, he's got a 1014 OPS. All right, I'll give it to Winker because Winker's got 1076 and 348. Yeah, I, I put Winker down. They both have, like, really crazy numbers, especially in, like, the exit velo and hard hit. Barrel, all of it. It's all, like, 90, 90th percentile plus. you see Marcel's home run the other night to dead center? No, yeah. I did not. Who was the te- Who were they playing that he had three home runs against? Oh. Uh. I don't remember. Red Sox. It was the Red Sox because they're in the, the, the East and East. The Braves were playing the Red Sox. And he hit one. You know how, how deep Red Sox or uh, Boston Stadium is, yes. right? Oh, yeah. He hit it, like, to the upper portion of the upper deck in center field or something like that. It hurts me a little bit Dude, that he's nuts. just killing it. I'll be honest. You know what? I think I'm, I'm proud for him. I'm glad for him. Oh, no. I am, like, it's one of, that's one of those players that I don't, I don't feel like. You know, sad. I don't feel like mad at him about 
him leaving or anything. It was the no, Cardinals' fault. That's that's why it hurts because the yeah. Cardinals could have signed him for that contract. Right, not at all. Anyways, he's he, he's he's lovable too. You know, the big bear gotta love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Every, everyone loves him. Um, uh, is that all that now? Yeah, that's it. We'll talk about some American League here. Let's recap. What do we got? Degrom, Darvish. Okay, yeah, that's good. Bauer. We got Degrom, Darvish. Uh, we got Paulie Goldschmidt, right? Yep. I think we had Paulie yep. Goldschmidt. Uh, we conceded with Robbie Cano. Um, Tatis Jr. at short. That was easy. Uh, we had his teammate Machado at third. Outfield, we had Soto, Betts, and Hap. And DH, we had Winker. Correct. That hell of a team. All right, that was good for the NL. What do you say we start with the AL? Yeah, you want to start with pitchers again? Same way, yeah. Let's keep it up. That's a pretty easy pick. What do you think, Dom? Uh, well, my uh, AL Cy Young pick, Shane Bieber, would be my first selection. You know, uh, typically I would agree with you, but in this case, I think I'm going to select Shane Bieber. Oh, okay. Oh, you One said him. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. I was going to – Sorry, it was too obvious. Too obvious of a pick to put it, your starter, Shane Bieber. He's kind of running away with it right now. One two zero ERA. 0.82 whip. Yep. 2.69 percentile strikeout rate. Dude, he's got 84 Ks. That's nuts. Exit velo and uh, hard hit percentage, though. Seems to be where he, like – like, pe- people hit home runs off him. Yeah. That's essentially. fair. But he is still easily the best pitcher in the American. You know who people hit home runs off of? And a lot Garrett of Cole. that? Garrett Cole. <laughs> That's exactly Most what in the league. Yep. Thank Most you, in the league? Yes. Oh. Dude, his ERA is worse than, than it was when he was with the Pirates. It's not What great. is it? Is it like five? Six? I don't know, but it's no, not no, worth no, no, 400 no. freaking million dollars. No, it's yeah, three nine. It's three nine one. Yeah, that's not great, is it? He just he started off pretty well, and in the last like two or three starts, he just got he just got hammered. Hammered. Maybe he oh, was hammered. Oh, I see. See, well, that wouldn't be a good recipe for success. No. <laughs> was for Zig last night. Shane <laughs> <laughs> Bieber though right. has six of his eight are quality starts, and he's six and zero, oh, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what what was the number? 80, 84 strikeouts through fifty two innings. Yes, that's nuts. That doesn't make sense. All right, who's your number two? This is where it gets fun. So, yeah, there's it's pretty weird here. Weird. Um, I've got I've got two guys. Um, I've got Dylan Bundy and Lance Lynn. Okay, okay. I got Lance Lynn on mine, but I have oh, it at three. Oh. I got okay, Lance yeah, at yeah. three, but I can I, I'll give you two because he's he's seven for eight out of quality starts. The only bad start he had was the previous one against the Astros when he gave up like five or six runs. Um, he's got a 2.67 ERA. His last start against the Astros jumped his ERA from under two to where it's at now is 2.67. That's a um, big jump. It is a big jump. But he's got 63 Ks, which is damn good. That's Even, so surprising. That's yeah. just so weird. I didn't think he'd be a strikeout Strike, guy. Yeah, he's striking out a lot more guys now, I feel like, than he, than he was. Has he ever been a strikeout guy? Not really with St. Louis, like, a ton. I don't think he, he was with the Yankees either. Decent. Not, yeah, I thought he was more pitch to contact. 
I was looking at some of his stuff, like spin fastball spin rates, 91st percentile, yeah. which is one of those things because he throws a cutter too. is one of his big pitches. And a changeup has always been a big pitch for him from what I remember. But apparently his, his cutter has been really good. So I – for my other pitcher, I was thinking about a, two, a few guys. I was thinking about Dylan Bundy. I was thinking about Keikel even. He was kind of up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went with Kenta Maeda. Okay. Yeah. He was on the verge of a no-hitter up until the last inning um, earlier this year. He has a 7-5 whip. Yep. That's where I thought it was kind of nuts. Uh, he's 4-1. and one. He's got a 2-5-3 ERA, so it's better than Lynn's. Um, and he's only got 48 Ks. And I say only, but that's still a decent amount. Yeah. Uh, look, at the, say? look at the difference. Like, Maeda has pitched 42 innings and has 48 strikeouts. Lynn has pitched 57 innings and has 63. Yeah. So it's pretty similar in that comparison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What did you say his ERA was? Like two five? Two five three. Two five three. It's like right there with Bundy at two four seven. Not yeah. Bundy has a nine four whip. Um whip is yeah. hard to get. Walks plus hits per innings pitched. That's I mean I I, I all I know is that freaking Michael Walker or Rick Rick Purcell on the Mets has a one eight whip and like that's yeah, terrible. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, under one is like Dominant. You know, quality. Yeah, yeah. Like and, really good. And well, Bowers was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you said it was something like point six or something, I think. But I don't remember. But, I mean, yeah, anywhere under one is Seven, nine, really so, good. Yeah. You got to think. I mean, that's just like limiting. What I, was – uh, what's Bundy at? Is. Bundy's is point nine four, So, still really still good. good. Yeah. How many cases I mean, you but, got? Uh, I didn't – Seven. How many? 47 and 43 innings. Solid. Uh, so he's right there with Kenta also. Uh-huh. See, yeah. it's hard because Keiko's there too, I think. Yeah, yeah, he is. There's a, there definitely was a, there's a lot of guys that are, are grouped together that all have stats that look good and you could argue. I think that. I think we'll bring it to uh, to our arbitrator, Nick Ziegler. What do, you, what do you think? So it's between Dylan Bundy and Kenta Maeda? Unless he really is going to make a strong case for Dallas Keiko, but yeah. So the, the second pitcher is Lance Lynn, and then we're signed the third one here. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to have to give the edge to my uh, Maeda. The That whip and the batting average against him is – What's his batting average against him? I didn't look. 163. Ooh, that's solid. That's really good. Does he, you got yeah. Bundy's up or no? Yeah, Bundy's is – Bundy's got a 9-4 whip and a 189. Average. Still, even 189 is solid. But yeah, I mean, they're I mean, both really good. But still really good. All right. I, I can deal with that. My has had a really good year so far. He has had a really good year. All right. This is where it gets ugly. I hated doing this, the catcher for the for the AL. Let's just make it quick. Again, um, I don't know who you have, but I found Pedro Severino. That's, that's who I put down. All right. A 310 average and a 904 OPS seems to be the only – light and a whole lot of darkness for catchers. Yeah, exactly. A whole lot of darkness for sure. I looked at some of those metrics and or the, the stat cast stuff. Yeah, what is he at? Is he anything I mean anything basically weird? like in um like he doesn't it, it's weird. So like he's just above average in a lot of like the expected batting average, expect, expected slugging and stuff like that. So it's not great, but it's not bad. I mean you wouldn't think it's all star level. That's what I Yeah, I don't know. Catcher catcher just seemed ugly this year. Yeah, Wasn't really Christian ugly. Vasquez, like, on fire? Yeah, Dude, he was. For the first, like, 
five, ten games of the season, he was like leading the league in home runs. I do remember that. I do remember. He hasn't like, hit one like since. Yeah, he many, still has four home runs. He has four. He only yeah, got four. He started with four home runs in like the first. Eight he was games. leading the league. <laughs> Rough. Ouch, Christian. Uh, yeah. Okay. First base. Go ahead. Um. So Zig will probably like it, but. Luke Voigt, I think, is the yes. fairly obvious choice here. But nope, I do I disagree. I don't think Jose, it's obvious. Jose Abreu. Like to pick. Jose Abreu. He was the player of the month last year. Is that three who ten, you okay. Okay. average wanna, 11 home runs, 35 RBIs, 982. I want to circle back to this here. Christian Vasquez had four home runs in his first five games. And he has four home runs he, right now. And he has not hit a home run since. <laughs> That boy needs to go to the cage, brother. The Red Sox. Hey, he just needs to play the Mets because three of his home runs were against the Mets. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> you just got to play the Mets. Hey, I'll take it. The Mets did well against the Sox. That's what it takes. I'll give it. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Right. Back to the first base. I don't think it's obvious, Dom. I think Jose right, Abreu right. is right no, you're, there. I mean, I wrote both of them down here, and I have a lot of stats about them. And okay, I well, then give me, give me – each side, give me a reasoning. Well, Luke Voigt has the edge at um, OPS, and he's ba- he's slugging 664, which is a crazy number, compared to 619 for Abreu. Abreu's batting 316, though, which is definitely more his style uh, as, like, a contact type of first baseman. I mean, he, he also has 12 home runs, though, as I say that, with 36 RBIs. And Voigt has 13 home runs with 28 RBIs. Voight also has 40 less at-bats than Brave. That's Just interesting. Throwing that out there. Yeah, I was kind so, of wondering how many at-bats he had. I mean, yeah, that that's – so you could just say, like, maybe Voight would have a couple more home runs, you know. Yep. Well, I'm sticking with Obreu because he was the player of the month, but I'm okay with Voight. Yeah. Um, yeah, Voight's just been tearing the ball up, dude. 96 percentile in barrel rate. Um 99th percentile on expected slugging, 98th percentile on expected on base. Just based on the fact that he's hitting the ball hard and, and barreling the ball up. Well, too bad, he, too bad he can't double that production to put the Yankees in the win column. Yeah, that's – them Rays just – The Blue Jays are now tied with the Yankees, I believe. That's, a, that's crazy. I, I looked up and I, yes. I feel like I blinked and, and boom. Blue Jays, watch out, baby. Dude, I mean, they're right there. The, Suns. the team is right. the Suns. They're coming. Yeah, I don't you, love it. You compared them to the Suns? Is that what you just said? No, they're all made up of Suns. There's Biggio, oh. Torero. <laughs> I, I thought you were, like, calling them <laughs> the to be like Suns. the Phoenix Suns. Dude, ain't like, no in the bubble. <laughs> I mean, hey. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. So, are you conceding? It's been a long day, dude. Are you conceding um, Luke Yeah, we'll go avoid. Let's do it. I like it. I, yeah, fair enough. That's good. good for him. Second base, Jonathan Scope. You took Scope. I took Scope. Who'd I was going to – I took Brandon Lowe. I also like Brandon Lowe. Brandon, it's definitely – he's, like, not your stereotypical second baseman at all. He strikes out a ton. His m- – Whiff percentage, you know, just like swing and miss percentage, seventh percentile. So it's like near the bottom of the league. Strikes out a lot, but he's got a 953 OPS with 264 average. So that just shows you like what type of player he is. 
He's got a 592 slugging. And from the second base spot, I think it's, you know, interesting. Um, 100th percentile in barrel. Did you say his OPS so like, was? I'm sorry. 953. Oof. Okay. But, yeah, 100th percentile in, in barrel rate. So, like, he – I You know what? I do like ball. Brandon Lowe. I didn't – I like I, I like that, actually. I like that, actually. I did write talking, some things about talking, scope, though. American League second base all-star, and we're not talking about – Jose Altuve. Why, why is that? Oh, that's well, weird. Altuve I would have sucks. I would have thought that every year Altuve would be the All Star starter. I'll Maybe tell you what. You know, hard. you know who? Uh, given some more abs, we could be talking about is DJ LeMahieu. Honestly. Yeah. But he's just not quite enough time. You know what? I want to talk about this guy. All Star name, not an All Star player. Shed Long. Shed? Shed Long. Give me some details about this guy, Shed Long, you say. Oh, you want to know his stats? They're you just make this guy impressive. up? I think you just made this guy up. Shed Long. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He's on Seattle. He's a second baseman. He's hit 532 OPS, 170 average. Wait, wait. His OPS is 532? Did you just press yes. sort on OPS and go to the bottom? Is no, he the last he's, guy? He's in here. He's had. He's played 32 games, 112 at-bats. I mean – Clearly, he's the so starter. So he's the bottom of the league leaders. He's the bottom of the Seattle, or not Seattle? I mean, second base. Oh, oh, okay. That's and qualified, qualified. How many? Oh, what's his average at? Uh, One seventy. <laughs> shed. shed, damn it, Shed Long. That's terrible, Shed. <laughs> hey, good for him. He's still yeah, playing. I don't, I don't know how he's know, cracking we probably that lineup. Shouldn't, we shouldn't be disrespecting him. He's a professional. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shed Long. If you're out there listening. Please, I'm okay with a home run uh, for us. Hit a home run, bring that average up, and you're more than welcome to be on the show. You might have to be after a few other guys, but you're more than welcome. Home runs will push you up the list. Sorry, Zig. I hate to break it to you, but I don't think I'm gonna concede to Shed Long. Yeah, not Shed today, um, but I will take Brandon Low. Yeah, I think we'll just take Brandon Low. All right, I like I like Scope. He, I surprised him. Yeah, no, Scope's all right. That's I, I like, I like Lowe better, honestly. That's probably a yeah. better, better pick. Uh, shortstop, who do you got? Um, so, I am going to go with Willie Adamas. See, I almost – oh, I almost took, took him. I don't like it, like, a lot, to be honest. I don't really know. I, I like it. I took Tim Anderson, though. Yeah, yeah Anderson I, has, I, like, a lot of the, like, yeah, he's just got the All Star numbers. He doesn't have the Statcast stuff probably, but he's got the All Star yeah, numbers. Yeah, well, that's that's all. That's some of it, but also like seven home runs, thirteen RBIs. Like, I am surprised yeah. a lot by his six ten slugging though. Like, that's not the type of player he is. So that you know, I mean, props to him. He, I would concede him though. I do really like him. Um, but Adamas has been really good too, and that surprised me. Like, just I even going into the year, I was like, you know, I know he's a highly he was a highly touted prospect a couple years back, but. He's batting 322 with a 983 OPS. See, both are worse than Tim Anderson. That's all. Yeah, those are, those I, are all-star stats. Those categories are all-star categories. I can't put somebody who's third in the MLB in average and and not have him in the, on my all-star game. He's I, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson. Uh, yeah, I will take Tim Anderson. Let's do it. Okay. Third base you have. Um, I, so I had a tough one here. Who's it? Rendon and and I and I picked Chapman. 
Okay, I was going to say, those are the only two guys that could have potentially been close with. It's it's It was weird. Like, I don't know. They both I took Rendon. Sets. That's, yeah, I, I just took Chapman. I just like – I think that especially defensively as well. Like that. I took Rendon because he's got a 1.7 war. I did not I, – I don't know what Matt Chapman's war is off the top of my head. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's higher than that. I don't um, know. But uh, he's he's got an eight. He's batting two fifty two, eight seventy eight OPS. It's not like amazing, but he does have ten home runs, twenty five RBIs. Uh, and he's he's has a higher than ninety third percentile exit velo, hard hit percentage, and barrel and expected slugging. So like he's one of those guys, and he strikes out a ton. Tenth tenth percentile in strikeout percentage. So you know. That shows his average and, you know, kind of his OPS as well. Like, he strikes out a lot, but when he hits a ball, like, it's probably for extra bases, and it's probably roped. And, you know, he is one of the, or you know, if not the the best defensive player in all of baseball. He's very good. He's very good. Yeah, I think I'm going to side with Dom there. I think they're both very good players, but I think the edge for me probably goes to Chapman with the – the defense because they're Man, both very good offensively. You can make a case oh, for both so of them. Hard. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm and, so and the thing is, is, Rendon's not a bad defender either, so I don't want to like, no. yeah, no. like that. I'm so against that right now because Rendon's got a 956 OPS, 299 average, and a 1.7 war. The war is 34 on base, too. The war is what's killing me right now. What's the war of Chapman? I don't know. I'm trying to find look it. it up, look it up. Go to his baseball reference page. But uh, about Rendon, like, while, while you're looking that up, his K percentage and his whiff percentage uh, are both 90th plus percentile. So he's one of those guys. He doesn't strike out a lot. And so it's kind of the opposite of, of Chapman. So I could see how it's – Chapman's got 1.3 this year. Okay. Fair enough. Not, not the biggest, you know, war enthusiast here, but it True. is a, a good gauge of just how – balance the player can be and how good they are at everything and not just I agree um so that right. I think two out of, I think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it to you but I think two out of three we have to go with Chappie yeah okay Chapman. <laughs> um so the outfield yeah again I only have three positions instead of certain things but yeah um, there's a there yeah Number one most deserving guy that I think is out there, and you're going to love me for this, but it's Kyle Lewis. Really? Oh, you picked Kyle Lewis? Okay. Yeah, Kyle I did. Lewis yeah, I'm down for Kyle Lewis. I did write some things down about him, and I do really like him. But since I – like, you did the whole three outfield spots, I kind of researched it, like, left, center, right. So, so, but if I can fit Kyle Lewis in, I would like to because left field – the guys that I was looking at on left who, – well, Who do you have in left field then? Pretty gross. I picked Eloy. I almost picked Eloy. I didn't pick him. Um, I feel so hard, man. Gosh, I was looking at some things about Eloy. He absolutely crushes the ball. Like 98th percentile barrel, 94th percentile exit velo, 99 hard hit percentage. But his outs his outs above average is 5th percentile. So he's he's one of the, like he's terrible in the outfield essentially. Right. Complete liability. So, um, you know, but he is an absolute tank at the plate. 
so you said Kyle Lewis. Yep, I need Kyle, Kyle Lewis in there. And I like Kyle Lewis, so I will slide him in there. And then okay. I think the, the for sure one also is Mike Trout. Yes, I, yes, thank you. Um, 100%. You can't not put him in there. He's batting 267 with a 956 OPS, 13 home runs, and 34 RBIs. Second in the league in RBIs. All of these. I prefer some home runs, I believe. All of those, like, stat cast percentile things I was talking about. He's, he's 93 plus. This is his prime year. and He's literally the best player of all time, so he's an all-star. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. He just is. Yeah. I think the that's, like, spot, a, I'm gonna have a, I'm going to have a hard time really seeing who's – Oh, this third spot's gonna be tough to fill. I I didn't. I'll be honest with this guy that I that are I you, have. For are, you, so are you st- still? Are you gonna drop Eloy down to the third spot? No, what? Eloy's Eloy's gone now. Okay. Um, so you got? my guy's Teoscar Hernandez. Oh, oh, yes. It's I, such I, a, like I'm, I'm okay with that. Yes. Like I know who he is. You know, I, for the last few years, I've I he's just been like a role player for them, and like. I don't know. He's never been anything crazy, but oh, but he's got oh, he's so good. Carrying the ball, I I put slugging like I put Luis Robert. Yeah, I thought about him. Put too. Luis Robert up. He's got a full two zero WAR. Really? Yes, and he's got a nine eighteen OPS, which is less than Teoscar. But he's going to be the rookie of the year, and it, it's hard for me to think that the rookie of the year is not going to be an All Star. Uh. In a 60-game I mean, season this year, come on. Typically, typically I can understand because Pete wasn't last year. But in a 60-game season, if you're going to prove that you're a rookie of the year, you've got to be an all-star. But yeah. I really like Teoscar Hernandez. I mean, let's just go through the numbers a little bit. You know who I also really liked is Alex Verdugo. Honestly. he's but, Oh, Verdugo, yeah. Verdugo's good. I, even, even Anthony uh, – what is it, Santander? Santander, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I – Respect to those guys, honorable mentions. But and then even uh, Fran Mill Reyes wasn't he? I, yeah, I put yeah. well, I put him. I I mean, so for the DH, he's one of the guys I considered. I didn't end up picking him, but okay, uh, I classified him as a DH. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but for Teoscar, I wanted to look. So okay, let's talk about this. Teoscar, right? so. We, we got to decide here. He's batting three eleven. He's got a six forty four slugging. Like I said, one thousand. Five OPS. Yep. Thirteen home runs, twenty-five RBIs. So, one thing I didn't know about him: eighty-six percentile, eighty-sixth percentile speed. Kind of cool. Ninety-fourth percentile in all of the other stats that I've been mentioning: exit velo, hard hit barrel, expected batting average, expected on base, and expected slugging. He's ninety-fourth percentile and above this season in yep. all of those stats. So like he's top yeah, offensively, and he's uh, quick. Oof, you know, I like both of them so much. I really like both pretty, of them so much. I think it's pretty tough not to go with Teoscar here. I agree. I, I I'm I'm okay with it. It's also a fun one because like, it you know it, it's like it's of course it's like oh Mike Trout he has really good stats so it's like we pick Mike Trout right and that makes sense because he's Mike Trout. But it's kind of hard because now we only have two spots. But I like picking guys like Teoscar Hernandez. Did I you think before the season you'd be picking Teoscar Hernandez? Well, I didn't, so I picked No, I, I, picked I didn't even know who that guy was. Exactly, Zig. Oh, I knew so, who he was. He's tearing it up. I did know who he was, but I definitely didn't expect this. All right. We're so, okay, yeah, Teoscar. 
final outfield spot. Mike Trout, Teoscar, and Kyle Lewis in the outfield. Yep. That's, that's an outfield. Right I love Kyle Lewis, man. Yeah, Kyle Lewis. So good, dude. So good. All right, DH. Final spot. He was my dark horse MVP. Yeah. He was my pick for the AL home run leader. And I'm going to stick by him, my boy Nelson Cruz. That's who I have down. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to say. He's. he's I, I don't know how he's still doing it, but, man, he's just killing it. Yeah. I guess he's just one of those guys. He's a DH. You know what I mean? That's, oh, like, he, that's him. He's all the way through and through the epitome of what a DH is. Yeah, especially at this point in his career. It's just like, exactly. Throwback to when he played right field and got hit over his head. Yeah. Ooh, David Freeze, nightmares Dude, for Nelson Cruz. His career could have been – Nelson Cruz, his career could have been completely different had he made one more catch. Had he ran three more feet. Might have made some more money. Who knows? More money. He would have had a ring on his finger. Oh, yeah, a ring. That's what I was thinking, a ring on his finger. That's pretty important, I guess. Yeah, screw the money. You would have won that. So, Nelson, 1,087 OPS, 326 yep. average. He's got 13 bombs and 29 ribbies. Yep, 1.6 war. I'm here for him. I want him to, yeah, I want him, I want him to get that title. Of home run leader this year. Oh, okay. I was like, what sorry, are you saying? I do. I would love to see him get a ring too, but not this year. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want the Twins to win. That division has been really interesting. I know that Dude, when we did our predictions. Indians uh, were atop the division for the longest time. Now they're third. I think they're – are they are third they, or they second? Because they I think they jumped back now? up. And the well, White Sox were, down, were like a were game down. or two behind them. It's like the really Sox close. Were, the the Indians are in first. Whoa. Yeah, I, that's are. what I was going to say. I haven't looked at half a game. Yeah, it's Half only a game. game. Minnesota's in third and a game back from Cleveland. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's a really exciting one. Hey, I want to see White Sox Padres World Series. I want to see it. That'd be so electric. Yeah, that would be a cool one. But I think, wouldn't you think maybe we'll see that uh, in the next five years, anyways? Well, uh, maybe those. Wait? We'll say those teams. No, I well yeah, because if we wait, they could be even better. Well. If, They'd be the top two teams if they were. Yeah. Be, My point what's your, is. What's your argument here, Dom? It's yeah. not an argument. It's, you want you you want the same team who wins back-to-back World Series? You want one year to be better? Oh, they're better. No, I was just saying that I think we'll see those teams in the in the World Series anyways. Dom's rooting for the Dodgers and Astros again. He just loves Oh, them. no. Loves to watch them. No, no, no. He's no. probably rooting for Patriots because he's not a Patriots. I'm rooting for the Cardinals, guys. What are you talking about? Gosh. Cardinals, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I mean, they're my uh, – okay. okay. Sorry, they're just not. Let's just re- – I didn't say they were, but I'm still going to root for them. Let's just recap that. Gross Severino at the top, uh, catcher. Um, yes. Luke Voigt at first base, we decided. Brandon Lowe, Matt Chapman, Tim Anderson, Mike Trout, Kyle Lewis, Nelson Cruz at DH and Teoscar Hernandez at, in the other spot. And then the, the pitchers were Bieber, Lynn, Maeda. Yep. Yep. Boom. That's what we got. Hell of an all-star weekend, if I had to say so. Man, what a time. Who wins the home run derby that we just – like, it just happened. It simulated who won. Nelson Cruz. Oh, okay. Oh. Nelson Cruz yeah. won the home run derby. He's not going to play the home run your, derby. He's saving I'd his bullets. I'd love to see a battle between Nelson and Luke Boyd. That'd be that'd be a good one to watch. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think Cruz is gonna enter if he if he had the if he had the opportunity. I think he's gonna save his bolts for the real the real deal. 
for the real deal. Save his bullets. Yeah, you can't waste him now. He's old. He's only got so many home runs left in his career. <laughs> he's got to hit him at the right time. How many has he hit? Any clue? Anyone? He's hit more than uh, Giancarlo and, and Edwin Encarnacion in like the last 10 years. I don't know why I know that stat. but Over 400, maybe. I don't know. Actually, I have no idea. 414 in his career. Wow. He's good. He's good. That's your mm. stat of the day for the end of the episode. You're welcome. Yep. That was good. Uh, good All-Star weekend. Sad we can't see one happen, but I'm glad they're playing. Yeah, glad all sports are playing. Lineup. I'm hoping, hoping NFL is able to get off the ground running. And uh, Week one, uh, a week from yesterday, the first game. Oof. Man, it's so soon. It's hard to believe that it's here already. It's exciting. Yes, it is. All right. For all you listeners out there, we appreciate you tuning in. It was a pleasure. Catch us next time. Share it. Tell your friends. Subscribe. We appreciate you. See you.